0: What's up everybody? Welcome in to episode 6 of the How You Doing Pod. Brady and Alex here. We're so excited to be back with y'all for another week.
1: X How you doing? I'm doing good. I was telling B right before we got on. I feel like I've been fighting off getting sick for maybe like, actually like 2 weeks when we recorded in person the first time or the second time, but I Every night I'm like, oh, it's coming on. Here it is. And I chug an emergency tea, water. I just keep chugging all these liquids and I feel like it's helping fight it off. But a part of me is like, should we just get this over with? <laughs> <Do> you, <laughs> let's just carve out two days. knock me no. out for two days, yeah. please. <laughs> Send me I don't know. It might honestly just be allergies. I've My mom said that you can develop allergies the older you get and I never had allergies before, but I feel like every season I start to kind of like feel like I am a little bit more, but other than that, good. I just sent my little finalized um, proposal list to my manager of the stuff that I want to include in my bridesmaids proposal boxes. So little like giftings for everyone, which is so fun. Hopefully all those... Friends want to do it because it's all stuff. A lot of the stuff I've never even tried before, and I'm like, can they add (laughs) one for me, please? (laughs) But um, that was just so fun. I've honestly been working on that for a couple weeks, but also have been like dreaming about what is going to be in there for so long that I just cannot wait. That's something I've been so excited about putting something like that together and just thinking about everyone opening up so many of like my favorite things or things that remind me of Matt and I, or just. Things that remind me or have to go with the theme. And I don't know, I've been like saving videos for so long of like my favorite ideas from everyone. And yeah, that's pretty much it. I'm trying to think if there's anything oh, exciting so over the weekend. Excited. Yeah, I, oh, Matt and I went thrifting this weekend. We got some good stuff. Not anything in particular, but a couple good. Oh, oh, I'm seeing my book. Okay. I, I'm in a bookra again, which I went from when we started this podcast being like, I've read so many books in the past couple of weeks <laughs> so now I haven't it, read a world. page. It really is. I don't get what it what it is, but my favorite book of all time, um, Things We Never Got Over. I didn't know that the next one came out and I just ordered it and it got here yesterday. What's but it? But I'm not uh things we hide. I'm trying to read it. Things we hide <laughs> from the light. Um, they're such big books. I actually, uh, your sister has my other one. So you should borrow it from her. The original one. It's, oh my gosh, it's really long. Yeah. It's really, really long, but I don't know why. I just really fell in love with the characters. Love the story. Spice level's pretty good. Also now, every time I say that, I think about how my dad listens to these (laughs) and I'm like, (laughs) Okay. Um, maybe I should Ooh, give a warning before I say something. spicy
0: <laughs> means? Do you think he's yeah, thinking just... like, like a habanero pepper? or <laughs> <laughs> That's a Mark John, and Polly thing, to be honest. Uh,
1: I know. I love that my parents listen, though. So shout out, Robin That's... and John. But we love you, Robin and John. So cute. I know. I need to read our book. I just, Brady, I don't know why that I... Just got in a rut the second before it wasn't even when I started reading this. I think that I had like reached my capacity of, like, okay, I've already read three books and it's the end of January. I'm, I'm like at my capacity, but I totally. think too, maybe I just need to be honest with myself and be like, you only want the spice. That's yes. all you want. No, you found your
0: genre. Genre, is such a weird word. Um, And I feel like you might as well just run with it. I think I like Spice, but I also like a little bit of mystery, which I'm reading The Apartment in Paris, I think it's called right now. And I'm definitely getting the mystery and stuff, but no Spice as of yet. So TBD on that, but it's still good. I also, speaking of Spice, I have Mm -hmm. to ask you about your Mm -hmm. thoughts on
1: Sex Life season two. Did you finish it? Oh my gosh, Brady, 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 Brady. Oh, okay. <laughs> FYI, John Williams, Robin Williams, if you are listening, parents, brothers, sisters, well, actually, sisters, you can listen. This is your time to exit the premises <laughs> because this show is not for the faint. Oh, I bawled my eyes out at the end. That's Did you finish said. it? No, okay. I haven't even okay. started it. I think that's my plan for today. So okay, please do. You'll be. A- I could not not watch it. I couldn't watch. Literally, we watch basketball all the time, and the Warriors were playing the Lakers. Such a good game. Good matchup. Steph was back, and I was mm-hmm. like, Matt, nah, I'm so sorry. I'm gonna have to finish this. <laughs> I don't even care. I won't give any spoilers, but oh. My, also, there are a couple of jump scares in, as far as things that are happening on the screen. And literally, you'll be in the middle of just like watching them do something. And then they'll just like pull something out of the bag that you're like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> what?
0: turn away or she turned or tuned out for certain parts and I was like what do you mean she's like I didn't watch every part but the ending and she just put like a million crying faces and I'm like oh my god I got through the first season of that show like that I was Mm -hmm. there was one scene that made me feel really icky and if you've watched it you know what scene it is Mm -hmm. but aside from that I was so invested so into it and um I cannot wait to watch season two. I know it's only
1: six episodes, so that also doesn't feel super daunting. It broke my heart. Yeah, it broke my heart. I honestly thought that it was going to be a little bit longer, but I will say I looked up if there's going to be a season three, and I think that from the ending, they kind of close a lot of doors that you're like, oh gosh, there's no way they can reopen this, or there's no whatever. But all of the articles said, there's a, there's a chance that Netflix could pick it back up for a third one. And there is like one big thing that's left open that you're like, oh my gosh, I want to know more about this. So a part of me is like, okay, I can see it ending here and being okay with that. But at the same time, I'm like, I was not as into it in the first season. I kind of remember watching it and being like, I have nothing else to watch. I saw people making TikToks about that certain scene and being like, <laughs> record your reaction to what happened in the scene. And then I was like, I need to know the context of what's happening in the show. Why is that thing on the screen? I need, to, I need to know what's happening. So I think that's why I ended up watching it. But Wait, are you talking about the scene where they're at the party? No, I'm. Oh, is that the scene, scene that- I'm
0: talking about? No, not the shower scene, which is obviously appalling. But no, yes. that didn't. That did That didn't like freak me out. Um, the ce- the party scene made me feel just like it like was like a stab to the heart and you're like what is going on
1: I think that a part of you especially the husband I know and I will say in the second well I actually don't think I really liked him even up to that point in the second season I really struggled with him because I feel like in both seasons I think everyone makes him out to be this really nice guy and I'm like but he's not but he's not. I feel like she's being yeah. at least honest after he finds in the first season, like her journal or whatever that is. Mm-hmm. I feel like it would be so hard to be honest about that and, and open up. And I feel like she does. And I think that he just continues to use it against her and like totally use it as an excuse to just have like a lot of icky behaviors while. Uh, Karen Peterson messaged me about season two (laughs) and she was like, Billy cries in every scene. And I'm like, I know, but I love her. I don't care. I am a Billy stan. I love Billy. And
0: I was team boyfriend. I will put that out there the whole first season. I just, I just, there were parts of me that felt bad for the husband at times, but then that scene happened and I was like, nope, goodbye to the husband. I am full in on The ex-boyfriend, which, why am I blanking on their names? Brad. Brad. Brad, Full in on Brad. Brad. And Brad
1: and Billy are together in real life. In real life. Yes. Which is just a dream. Oh, and you can tell so much. There's a lot of POVs from his perspective about the first season, so it's, like, not ruining anything. It's just, like, scenes and things that he's kind of, like, thinking about her. And there's kind of a point in season two where... I started to question if a lot of the scenes in the first season were just fantasies in her head and they never happened because she says to someone like, I haven't been with anyone besides my husband in nine years. And I was like, nine. Yes. Cause they've been together for nine years. And I'm like, so are all of these fantasies that, that, that weren't because in my mind those things were actually happening but then i'm like okay were they things that happened before i think her her so husband got, i thought she was cheating on him like no. you know, i thought that i think they were oh all flash gosh. they were
0: all flashbacks to her life before her husband and okay kids, and she was like wanting that back and that's why she journals about it because she's like having those memories again and then right. she seeks him out so i think the ending of her going okay. back to him that's all real but i want to okay. say she's not cheating on him at least in the beginning. It's like flashbacks from her former life, basically.
1: Okay. I don't know why I thought like maybe halfway through the season that the scenes that were happening, like the one in the club, I think, I thought that that one was like current time, so maybe Could I be. just needed to rewatch that. Me, part I need of to it. rewatch that too. Yeah, but I there's so much from um Brad's perspective this time and just But I will say my friend Killeen texted me and was like, okay, I saw that you just posted about that. Does it get better? I tried to watch like the first episode and it seemed like kind of cringy and like a little like maybe soap opera to me. I couldn't unsee the soap opera thing after she said that. Literally some of the like scenes I was like, oh, this is so cringy. Like the interaction, I forgot what (gasps) Billy's best friend name is, but her and her um, ex's like dynamic in this next season I I will say the acting's not, it's not a plus. It's not a plus. I love her. She's like the cutest thing ever, but it is very, it's giving soap opera for sure. Oh my
0: gosh. It is hard when you feel like you're so into a show, at least at the beginning, and then it just doesn't. I don't know. I feel like I set the bar really high for shows. I'm on the last episode of Outer Banks right now. I won't spoil anything, but. It's season three. Season one was so good, but I just have mm-hmm. not been impressed with the past two seasons. I'm just kind of bored and kind of like you were saying, just like some of the scenes just feel a little cringe. And I'm like, why mm-hmm. is it me? It totally could be because people are still obviously obsessed with right. um, these, this story, these franchises, all that. But I, I don't know. Right. It, it's tough to have a good show all the way throughout, which if you're looking for one Breaking Bad.
1: <gasps> okay. Brady, you keep talking about Breaking Bad and I'm like, know, I'm this seemed... no, no, no. In a good way. I'm like, I've never heard you. I mean, you're so passionate about the shows and the movies that you like and stuff, but this one seems like from left field to me because I've seen like parts of the intro of Breaking Bad and like have literally uh, probably same as you did was mm-hmm. like, why would this seems like so dark? So like, just not something I would, what about it? Are you obsessed with? I think the
0: the mystery the suspense but it's also just a good story it has a little bit of everything and it just stays into it's actually intense you know what I mean it's not Mm. like cringy oh my god what we're acting like it feels like a real life situation which it might actually be based on one don't quote me on that I think it actually is based on a a true story of sorts obviously taken in a different direction but um my co-anchor in Lubbock John he watched it and was one of his favorite shows and i remember he brought it up and this was years ago now and he would always talk about it so you and chase should watch it chase had watched it it's one of his favorite shows but i was just like i a science teacher that makes totally meth, like just doesn't sound up my alley sorry um i'm gonna continue watching like cinderella story and right <laughs> <laughs> legally blonde and you know yeah. loving basketball right. but I am glad that I gave it a chance because Chase was like, I'll watch it again. I've seen it, but it's been years and it's so good. And it's five seasons. And I think, yeah, I think the suspense and you just, you do fall in love with the two main characters. That's not your typical main characters, but, and there's some funny people too. There's good humor. Yeah. Okay. It's something I never would have expected. And maybe that's why, because I went in with no expectations. That's what that's,
1: this is all making sense now. True. Even the sex life one, I like before Kayleen said that, I was like, oh my gosh, this is so good. I'm so into it. And then once someone like flips that switch and you're kind of like, oh my God, I I literally could have done that. Like, you know, you have these little preconceived things in your head. Okay. Two things. One about the genres. I agree, though. I love a mystery. That's like the fastest that I read. So I don't know what my deal is because. The one that the book club one is a mystery, isn't it? Yeah, but it's not the best. It's I know the I'm best. not selling okay, you I... on it.
0: It's just not going no, to like, okay. light a fire under you because it really didn't. Mm. I finished it because I was like, I'm going to finish it. I got this, whatever. But it didn't do to. it for me. But Kay. you could honestly spark notes. <laughs>
1: I might just do that. But I, okay. Genre wise with TV, if you like Breaking Bad and that's kind of like what it's about, I have a couple for you that you have to watch. Matt and I have watched two shows in the past year on Netflix. He's not a show person just because if he watches a show, he gets so obsessed. Like he has to finish it and he hates that. He hates like wasting so much time on like shows and
0: ask him if it feels like a task. Like literally I'll be like, I need to watch that show today so I can like check it off my to-do list. It's like Brady, you're supposed to be enjoying it, but whatever. Keep
1: going. Sorry. Yes. No, that's okay. But, um, money heist on Netflix is one of my favorite shows i've ever watched in my life and it is very much like i never thought that i would care about a bunch of criminals trying to steal money from a bank but it is so twisty turny you fall in love with the characters there was not a moment that like i would look at my phone we could not wait to watch the next episode and then lupin is also on netflix and it's like a gentleman burglar kind of thing And he, it's the same thing. He's like so funny. It's dry humor. It's mystery. Things happen that you would never expect. Like these writers are just insane, which is so funny because I crave more than anything in a show. The cheesiness, the romance, the literal like funniness, just anything that's surface level on a show is like, I just want to laugh and about reality junk TV. And then I get like wrapped into a show like that. I will never, I, in my mind, I'm like, I will never find another show like money heist. That's as good as it. But so many, so many of my friends have said like Tori Briggs, her, I always say Briggs this is not her last name anymore, but Tori Gentry, <laughs> she is like, Alex, it is the best show of all time. Like everyone that I know that's watched it is like, it is oh, such yeah, a good show. Excited. Okay. Oh my gosh. And I get, I get so involved in characters that I love and attached to them. Mm-hmm. And I, those are all of those characters. I'm like, oh my, I wonder what they're doing right now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> so <laughs> silly. I can- really invested in shows in 100%. That's why I feel like One Tree Hill and stuff like like that's mm. pro- my all-time that in Friday Night Lights probably yep. for shows. Um so when I get obsessed I'm like really in it because you do just feel like totally. those characters are your people. I also loved Emily in Paris though. So it's like I love Breaking Bad and but then some shows I'm like oh, I can't do if it's too cheesy or cringe but then I like love Emily in Paris. So I'm really all over the place. <laughs>
1: Totally. Well, and the romance in is my good, mind, though, in Emily in
0: Paris. Pretty steamy.
1: Yes. Yes. Oh, did I tell you that my grandma... She won't listen to this. Did I tell you that my grandma completely ruined the ending for me? <laughs> I was like, are you kidding me? I recommended to her to watch it because she was <laughs> looking for a new show on Netflix. And she finishes all of the seasons like the week that the third season comes out and tell and ask me if i finish it i go no i just have i've watched the first couple episodes of season 3 and i'm not going to spoil it just in case nobody's watched it but she literally tells me what happens in the last couple seconds and i was like oh. Okay. i guess it's like the the bomb drop of the whole season and when you tell us like oh did she like really ruin it and then you told me what she told you i'm like yep she ruined it for you that that would be it it's so funny i'm like if you if you weren't 91 Dottie, i swear to god
0: (laughs) Dottie would be coming for you (laughs) oh Oh my god so silly
1: but okay incredible every single time you ask me how i'm doing i go on 17 different rants so how are you doing it's been 17 minutes (laughs) No, this is the point. I um, I'm good. I got my nails
0: done today, so that just makes me feel like a human again. Love it. And works good. Works busy, but yeah. Aside from that, really nothing going on. This. I have a zit right here in the middle of my mm. forehead. I don't know if you can see that. Chase and I have been calling me Mike Wazowski because <laughs> it looks like an eyeball. You can't see it right now because the hat, but she's there. <laughs> I look like like if I cover my eyes, I look like Mike Wazowski. Mike Wazowski, <laughs> and it's it's so it's just like right in the middle of my forehead, and so um, that's been fun. But we were just talking about before this uh, makeup and how much it's changed over the years. We can't really oh remember gosh. wearing makeup in like middle and high school. I Not keep once. remembering like little powders or something and mascara. We wore mascara, right. but I think that was about it and just how it's changed because i was asking alex what concealers she likes cuz i've never yeah. been able to find a concealer that i genuinely like i don't even use it most days because i don't even know what it's doing and it's usually not my shade so
1: i got one i got the dior one so we'll see sounds fancy yeah i i the only recommendation i had for b is um the lancome i forgot what i think it's like all hours or something it is Probably the most hydrating one that I've ever had, but we were talking about how we really used to like tart shape tape, which I don't know if you've seen this, Brady, but I was doing a an Amazon haul on my TikTok, and I was talking about the tart shape tape, and I said "chart" in it, and I legitimately, it was right after the the when they took all the influencers to, to Dubai, and I was like, well, people were commenting, and we're like, it it went viral, It had like a million, whatever, two million views, and. <gasps> people were like, this is not going to get you invited to Dubai. I was like, great. I just, I left it in there and made a, made a little, that's clip because I'm like, you know what? I need people to say, see that I do this on a daily basis a and have to go back. Percent. And I'm like, what am I talking about when short. I'm watching these videos back? Oh my gosh. Short. I'm like, okay. The, it, <laughs> <I love laughs> it's just so silly. But anyways, that's, we're talking about how that used to be the go-to and now it's a little bit dry. And I think maybe it's because we have I hate using this term, but a little bit more mature skin. I'm like, I don't want to think that my skin's not youthful anymore. (laughs) But I think that's probably why we just, you know, it's gotten drier the older that we've gotten and... Who yeah.
0: Well, I'm just dry. We live in Colorado and it is dry as a bone out here.
1: It really is windy. Ooh. Oh, the
0: wind. We can't go an episode without talking about, let's put our no. meteorologist caps on. They yep. are on. We are ready to go. Yep. It has been so windy, but I remember that's, that's spring. That's why yeah. I'm sorry, but I hate spring. A lot of people love it. I yeah. like, the, like the new beginnings, all that feeling. But the weather, I don't like the weather in spring. Mm -hmm. I really just either need it to be a blizzard or I need some sunshine.
1: The brown too. I feel like if it's going to be cold, I'd rather have there be snow on the ground, which actually, I'll give this to you, Colorado, this year. It has been, there has been snow on the ground pretty much all winter, which I will take. True. I will take the pretty snow if it's brown and cold, it makes me actually want to cry. I'm like, why do I live here? And then when it gets to summer, I'm like, this is why I live here. And fall too. Those yes. unbeatable, unbeatable uh, in Colorado. So
0: good, fall and uh, yes, summer and fall is just peak time here. The best. Got to get through spring. this period.
1: Yeah, we're just the the wind in the spring, you're right. It just it ruins everything. Even if it's you get like a glimmer of oh my gosh, it's like sunny out, let's go, let's take our dog for a walk. And then yes. you're, you're it's colder than on days where it's pouring snow because this, totally. the wind is literally just like Whipping you in the face. yes, you're getting whipped in the face. My
0: hair's in my mouth. I'm like, who is yes. this enjoyable for? Well, Garth, because he's yeah. sniffing, sniffing, everything. He's like, don't bother me, Mama. Yeah. Uh, but I no, I completely agree. I wanted to go. I was like, maybe Chase and I need to get pickleball paddles, which I know you and Matt love pickleball. We have tennis. We also rackets. have extra ones. <gasps> I might come have them. I can might come steal mm-hmm. those. Um, I'll pay mm-hmm. for them because we really want to get some, but we just don't know which ones to get. But there's tennis or there's tennis and pickleball ball courts right by our house. And we got into tennis this summer, but I feel like pickleball is a little bit more. It's obviously intense in a workout, but it's, you can play it and have a little bit more fun. You can like talk tennis. You kind of feel far away from each other. And it's, I don't know. I feel like it I want to get into pickleball.
1: Honestly, it is one of the best things I've ever done in my life. Not only it's such a good workout if you're wearing an Apple watch, Macy and um our friend Matt or my friend Abby's husband Matt, they always have their Apple Watches on and they'll like tell each other how many calories they burn and they're not people that pay attention to that a lot but apparently it's like so much more than when they go and do their workouts because wow. of the amount of movement that you have. I but believe it. If you're someone who's like not super in shape and you're wanting to do something active. I think I was a little intimidated because I hadn't done anything like sport-like in a long time. I was Mm -hmm. like, gosh, what's my stamina going to be like? You can talk the whole time that you're doing it, but you still, you sweat so much. It's like, you don't get out of breath really, but you get to have conversation the whole time. The games are quick. They're, I mean, they're competitive. Yes. For someone who's super competitive, it's like, So fun, but at the same time, you can like switch up partners. And I will say it is some good premarital counseling. (laughs) Matt and I are the only two that play as a couple. Macy and Blake play with Abby and Matt and they like switch partners. Okay. literally, I realized that I would be like, just get so frustrated so quickly. And <laughs> that is the most patient person on the planet. And I'd like watch how I would act. And then I watch how you would act and I'd be like, okay, that's something I need to work. Oh my God. I'm I'm so competitive.
0: <laughs> I'm like your biggest yes. man, but then you mess up and I'm like all over him. Like I'm his yes. host and he's like, nice. Okay. That's okay. That's how we're going to do this one. All right. Sounds good. <laughs> So, it was so, so we funny. play on the same basketball team. We played pickup every Sunday in Lubbock. And when he was not on my team, I mean, you're just obviously competitive and he'd score, yes. and, you know, and, right. um, and he's really big about, you know, like when he, if he wins or beats me or whatever, I always beat him in horse, but say we're playing like one-on-one, and he beats me, you know, he'll like come over and try to hug me or like high five. And I'm mm-hmm. just like, don't touch, don't me. touch me. I need mm-hmm. a minute. He's like, it's hang up I'm like, nope. I don't, I know it's for fun, but Winning
1: is fun. So (laughs) it's so funny too, because then if I have a different partner, I'm like, it's okay. Like, no worries to whoever it is. And Matt's like, are you kidding me? And I, uh, when we'll get home and we're talking about it, I'm like, I'm not being real. I'm annoyed with that person. I'm just, I'm trying to be a good person with you. I can be myself. I can say, absolutely pick it up. What the hell was that serve? (laughs) (laughs) It's so good. It's so freaking
0: true. Oh my God. They get the, they get the, unfiltered version that's for sure but it really does it brings out it's a great that's you should say that and your premarital if you guys do premarital counseling that might yes. be a great uh part of it is pickleball on the side <laughs> like we're gonna play pickleball Absolute and then life. we'll come and have a have a session with you yeah. tomorrow yes. um no but i really want to get it i wish i lived near y'all like cl- we live near each other but closer so we could just play on like any given night um yes but we need to get on we have a, a couple friend they're, cu- they're a couple, a couple friends. They're a couple <laughs> and they have been playing. And so that that's where I was like, okay, we need to just get them so we can go play. Cause you can play one-on-one, but I think it's more fun to play two-on-two.
1: Don't you think? It really is. It's so much. Yeah. It's, it's fun to play one-on-one, but with like something about two-on-two is just so much more competitive and mm-hmm. so much more like you can switch up partners. You can, the game goes faster when it's one-on-one and you're like having an off day. You might as well just like hang up the the cleats and go away. But when it's two-on-two, it, it really is like anybody's game. So I love yes. it, about it. It's like spike ball.
0: I'm obsessed with spike ball too. Cause you get to i have I've a never problem. played. Oh, you would love it. It's so fun. Really especially if play. you play on the beach where the sand is like soft. Cause you can die it gets very intense and I love that. Very fun. Um but yeah, pickleball, i want to get into that. I need to add that to like my yes, intention for the year. My intention was yes. also to be a better
1: texter and we all see how that's Not working going. well for me. Yeah. Oh, Brady and I are the world's worst texters and it's not a personal thing. It's to everybody. It's to every person in my phone and i can i can go a week where i'm like getting back to people so quickly. And then it goes back to where it will sometimes take two weeks for me to text somebody back. And I feel like I feel so bad after I reply, because in my mind, the conversation's already over and they're like moved on. And then they're being like dragged back into the conversation. They're like, do I reply to this percent. or what's the deal? Like <laughs> a little We're so goofy. Totally. Oh my gosh. I, this happened
0: to me yesterday. And some days I don't even think about it. Sometimes it gets me into trouble. So yesterday I was so excited. So we're at Home Depot um, getting a space heater random but we're there and <laughs> my co-worker texts me and he's like um him and his partner just bought a house and they want me to help them like pick out decor and pick out their colors and stuff like that because they they used to live where I live and so they've seen my place and I'm like because you're so sweet they're like we just like your your vibe your style would you want to come help us pick out stuff for the new house I'm like uh Oh my yes, dream. So he sends me this message. Like I have a favorable blah, 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 list, all this. And I'm like reading it, excited, telling chase about it. And then of course I don't respond because I'm at home Depot. So I go about my day. Mm-hmm. I get to work. I see him. And I was like, Oh my God. I like ran up to him. I'm like, I am not ignoring you. I literally read your text was so excited about it. Yes, I am in, but I was like, Brady, that is so, it's so rude. And it's so not intentional. It's just like the day got away from me. Right. And I, oh my God. I was like, Brady, you got to stop. That was a wake up call.
1: It's just, I feel like, and it's so normal in our friend group, at least, or, and even between us. And, and I'm the same, like, I'll see a message that Matt sends me. And I just like, I'm like, okay, great. Whatever. Like, Can you pick up this or can you do this? He knows that if I don't respond and he needs a response, like he'll call me. So I think I've gotten so used to, especially later in life, not really texting a lot of people. And when I do, it's kind of like a leisurely thing where you can really respond wherever. So if somebody sends me something time sensitive, I've learned that even having a manager and like needing to respond about things. I'll be like, okay, I'm going to go check on that. And then I'll get distracted and I won't like do the right thing. And so it's something I really want to work on too. And I feel like it's, we like bounce off each other sometimes when I'm literally, when I text you, I'm like, I. I don't have to respond for a month and she won't care. And if she does need to know, she'll text me again. And it's not, it's never going to be personal. You're never going to be like, Oh gosh, like Alex is so annoying when she doesn't respond like that. I, I would never in my life. I'd be like, Oh, Brady just saw this and she didn't think about like, or she didn't remember to respond. I'm just going to follow up with her or whatever, but not everybody knows that about us. And that's what I want to change.
0: That is the thing. Yes. It's like some people, your people know, but not everybody knows. So I want to be better about it. Yes. sometimes I truly don't even read the message. Sometimes I'm like not even no. thinking to check my text, which it's like, why not? But you're right. I don't have someone that I text on a daily basis. I either call or randomly text or FaceTime or voice message, whatever. Um Right. So I need to so I've been starting every morning setting a timer on my phone for like fifteen or twenty minutes and reading. And that's how I've made myself read more. And then once that. the timer once the timer goes off, if I'm like really into the book, I'll be like, okay, maybe one more chapter, I'll like finish. But the club, when I was reading that one, when my timer would go off, I would slam that shut and I was like, I'm good. On to the next thing. So I knew that's how I was. I was not into it. Um, oh my but, gosh. And it's not a bad book. It just didn't keep you like I wasn't like dying to know what was next basically. Right. Um, So that's helped, but that's what I need to do. I just need to set a 15 minute timer every morning, maybe, which this seems ridiculous that I need to do this, but I think in my head, I need to, and just be like, this is your 15 minutes, respond to your texts, respond to your, like, get back to people that you need to get back to, you know,
1: I think I'm going to do that. That is, that's such an amazing idea. I also, Matt has kind of tried to encourage me to do something similar like that with my day. I forgot what he called it but it's it's i don't know it's some sort of like logic like time blocking or something with your day of deciding like how long you're going to take to have quiet time in the morning how long you're going to take to get ready in the morning how long you're going to take to record and film and no matter what when that time is done even if you're not done with your task you move on to the next thing to like help with your productivity and then kind of realizing how much time you need for each of those which my time management is probably one of my worst qualities. And that's not like a self-degrading thing. It's just truly the truth. It's just not something I've ever been great at. I used to be so good with like getting to practice on time. I think that that was so important to me. But even if I think about getting to school on time, I was never even good about that (laughs) practice. Like sports were just so important to us above so many, like above school and college. I was always late like my first jobs, I was always late. I really was. And that's so embarrassing. I hate, I feel like that is not a character thing that I'm proud of. So it's definitely something I want to work on and time management. Like if I get somewhere, if I'm somewhere an hour early or I get to the city that I'm going, like if I'm going to Fort Collins for an appointment, if I get up there an hour early and I'm like, oh, I have time to do X, Y, and Z, I will find a way to be late. I will find a store to go into. I will find something to do to be late. And it's, I'm like, I'm so over it. I just want to start to be early and responsible to things. So I'm going to work on that.
0: Amen. You're preaching to the choir. I, I don't have mm. the answers, but um, we're working
1: on it. <laughs> well, we are. We're working on it together.
0: <laughs> um, last week, we said we were going to bring our songs that make us emotional and we're going to share which yes. ones those are for us um yes. and then dm us comment whatever let us know what yours are because i think it's fun to add songs i want to make like a playlist of songs like that just get me in my feels and i know it's different for everybody yes. but some of them like they just hit home and i was kind of bummed when i was making my list because i just have to hear the song sometimes to know that it has that effect on me but i still came up with one so let's go back and forth you go first start with your first yes. one
1: Okay. My number one, by far, I literally am going to cry talking about it is even though I'm leaving by Luke Holmes. It is my, I, every time I listen to this song, I like won't let Matt talk while it's playing. I will sob like nobody's business because my dad, both Brady and I, my dad is my whole world and so much more. I have grown up with the world's best dad and he has in my mind has made no mistake in his whole life. Like he is my knight in shining armor. It has literally been the <laughs> the the task of a lifetime to find someone to spend my life with that even like holds a candle to him. And Matthew is literally like my my mini John Williams. <laughs> like my everything that my dad instilled in me and the way that he treated me in a in a man. And it is It breaks my heart so much because I think about, like, our relationship as us as a kid, and then I think about dancing with him at my wedding, and then I think about, like, how one day, like, I might have to live without my dad. And in my mind, Brady and I talked about this last Mm. week, like, after our episode – I have always thought there is no me after my parents. There is no, like, I will not be able to physically move on from the loss of my parents. They are my whole world. I cannot picture anything without them. And we have so many people close to us that have had to deal with that as a real life reality. And having one of our best friends lose their dad, who we were so close with, it makes every moment that I spend with my dad so much sweeter and so much Like, I just, there is no part of me that will ever be prepared for that moment. And I think even as a little kid, I've always been like, I want to go before them because I won't be able to handle it. So I think that the words in the end is like, especially when he's trying to like comfort his son and say like, you're going to be just fine. I'm going to be with you. Like you can do, I'm going to (laughs) cry. I just don't think that life. It will ever be anything close to what it is when it was with my dad, because he is the biggest comfort of my life. And I just, I am a daddy's girl until I'm 99 years old. So I love him so much and that anything about my dad will just always bring me to my knees. It
0: sends me completely. I think nine out of 10 of my songs are making me think of my dad. I'm the biggest daddy's girl. Of all time, when he has four daughters, but my sisters do joke that I'm the favorite. And you know, <laughs> if there's the truth to that. We'll never know. <laughs> so, <you are> mine. <laughs> but I think it's been so fun. One of the things I've loved about getting older is truly becoming friends with my parents. Like I always loved and adored my parents, but like any teenager, thought with them and all of that and had an mm-hmm. attitude and all that. But it's been so fun. Truly just getting to know them and being friends with them and having fun with them and loving on them. And I am just truly obsessed with them. I love spending time with my parents and with my dad. There's just never enough time. I just, he is the hardest worker, the most, even though he may not look, he's the biggest teddy bear of all time, especially to his girls. And just like my ride or die, I just have his back. I've always just, yeah, I, could not live without my dad. So even you thinking about it and saying those, it just makes me emotional as well. And yes. I—that's funny when we were talking about these songs. I have all three songs that I wanted to dance to my dance with my dad at my wedding. Yes. Um, my Little Girl by Tim McGraw, which we did dance to, and we also danced to All American Girl by Carrie Underwood. Those are both songs that make me think oh. of him. And also, I loved Her First, which are all songs that <laughs> just are. Our- Oh my god! Basically my dad, but they are, I remember List trying to pick what song I wanted yeah. to dance with him and I was sobbing uncontrollably, like not okay. Not sad sobs necessarily, but just the emotion that those songs and knowing that that's what I was picking for was so freaking emotional. And... Oh. I was so emotional during the day too, the whole day, which was great. Like a happy, happy cry all day. I felt like, um, but dancing with my dad, I knew it was going to, but absolutely, um, made me ball my eyes out. But we also ended on a swing dance, which he's a very good swing dancer. That's how him and my mom met. They met at the Sundance where we, Alex and I used to go, it's kind of been like a generation thing where you go and you swing. There it's in Fort Collins, but so he, um, we did that, but those, those are always the songs that I come back to them. If I, I'm like, yes. if I just need a good old cry, I'll throw those on. What's your next one?
1: I, okay. When you're talking about dancing with your dad, I've also never cried harder at a father daughter dance than when Brady was dancing with her dad, because <clears throat> for so many reasons, There's so many like dynamics from that day that made that so emotional, but I will never forget in your wedding video, I was talking to Catherine about this on Friday. <clears throat> she, when she like pans during you dancing to Annika and I, and we're both literally sobbing our eyes out. And I was telling her like, I, I want my wedding day to feel like that, like that, that is the, encom- like what encompasses what I want my wedding day. I want my people that my people to be there that feel like, this is our day like it's our day it's everybody's day and i felt like it was like a full circle moment for all of our friends for whatever but just because all of us are so close to your dad as well that it was just yeah. so special because he's coached not only all of us the relationship for he was yes, our coach yes, for yes. ever and ever
0: so he kind of he's obviously my dad but he was a father figure i feel like to Every single oh girl he coached, um, which he did that for years and years and so many, it's so that makes me so happy too. Cause you guys truly do oh know him as that too.
1: Yes. Yeah. And he is everything that Brady says <laughs> is hilarious. so true. He is the biggest, he's the funniest person ever, but also he is so, so will have your back over anything in the world. And I love it. Oh, Brady, Matt and I were watching the Starbucks <laughs> video of you telling him to order egg rolls at Starbucks. Matt made me replay it so many times. We were laughing so hard. If you guys don't know, Brady is the biggest prankster on the planet, and you have to go watch on her TikTok, her telling her dad to order a pinkity drinkity, and then also she asked him to order an egg roll at the end, and they go, we don't have any egg rolls, and he turns and goes, they don't got no egg rolls. (laughs) I like literally believe that they had egg rolls
0: by the egg rolls at all i feel like years and years of pranking him because he's been my main test subject on every prank he's on to me a bit more these days so i have to get a lot more creative but god he's yes
1: yes okay i i am avoiding saying number two um not purposely, but I just keep talking. So number two is same thing. Well, kind of it's, I'm already there by Lone Star. I remember Alice, listening to you're that. killing me. These are all, yes. I'm like, yes. I, I heard it. I saw a TikTok of someone's, um, uh, Amer- American Idol audition, I think last week. And that's what reminded me of it. I remember listening to that song in high school and just sobbing my eyes out and I, my, my dad never traveled or whatever, but I just, there's something about that song that like having a dad that just truly will be with you no matter where you are and would do anything for you. I feel like it just like hits you in the gut. That's it's oh, one of my, my favorite gosh. songs ever.
0: Gosh, That one's so good. You're just, I feel like your list is just enlightening me, enlightening me to ones that I'm like, I didn't even think about that. <laughs>
1: I'm okay, I'm laughing because right before we got on, you were like, Oh shoot, I have like six, is that too many? I'm like, No, I deleted some. I, I have seven. I have oh, seven oh, written down. Good. So, now, go, go to your next one. Cause I feel like I listed Okay. A bunch. Okay, so in that same kind of aspect, somewhere over the rainbow, I don't know how to pronounce his name. It's like is is I don't know. I'll I'm gonna literally spell it because I don't know that how to say it. Way?
0: Yes, it's Israel.
1: Literally, I have to <laughs> thank you so much for the serenade. Honestly, that made it so much better. Um, but it literally the last name is so long that I don't even know how yeah, to I don't know who that is. Say it, but it's I think it's Israel Kim. I, I don't know, but he actually <laughs> passed away. I remember yeah. this being like a a thing, but my brother Ross moved to uh, Maui when I was in fifth grade, and he lived there for ten years. And when he left, he told me that he would be there for one year, and he promised he would come back right after that. And my brothers were are seven and nine years older than me, and growing up, they were like they could do no wrong. My whole world. They were so cool. They were like obviously the only siblings that I had. But when he went to move, I was like, okay, I just have to get through this year. And he ended up staying for ten and. Every time he would come home, I only went there once, and it was the first time I, like, had a, I don't know, ever experienced anxiety. I was crying so hard for so long that, like, my parents actually started to get concerned and were like, you have to get over this. Like, it's okay, but I would listen to that every time I missed him, and phones, like video calling wasn't like a thing then. I mean, we texted sometimes, but he was so busy. He had to work like three jobs and I just, I crave time with him all the time. And even now I thought that when I got older, it would get better. I'd kind of like grow up and, and get over that. But now when I leave him and his wife and his son live in Texas, and now when I leave, I mean, I bawled my eyes out this last time. Every time we say goodbye, I cry so hard. We just have, like, such a special bond. But now I miss him, I miss his wife, and I miss my godson. And I'm, like, I thought that it would get better. And now I just – I thank God we have, like, the ability to get on a plane and just go see him whenever we need to. But I think that – Oh gosh, having a relationship with your siblings where they're some of your best friends is like one of the greatest blessings on the planet. And that song always reminds me that, like, not only is that the most, like, one of the most sacred things I have in my life, but also that he would do anything on the planet for me. My mom said that when she was with him this weekend, that he had friends over and he was like showing his friends my TikTok and like talking about how proud he was of me to his friends. And for someone who, is a a younger sister that's like a decade younger than him. That's like such a full circle moment for me that he's proud of who I am, and I just love it more than anything. I love you both my brothers up to more him than for anything. So long, both of them. Yes, I know how much you do yes. really love your
0: brothers. Ross is ride or die. Yes. In the realm of siblings, I have my sister, my friend. It's by Reba oh. McIntyre, and that one just—it's Reba's just. Reba is just amazing. Reba, um, But yes, mm-hmm. that song just makes me think of my sisters and oh. I absolutely love them. Couldn't, couldn't do life without them. So that oh. one always just makes me think of them and I love it so much. I feel like there's more, That's... there's not a ton of like sibling songs in a sense. Does that make sense?
1: That's very true. Very true. That's, and also I feel like it's such a sweet dynamic that, like I have brothers and you have sisters because I always craved having sisters and especially watching your guys' relationship growing up. Even now, like your dynamic, it makes me like, Oh my gosh, I wish I had a sister so much. But then I think about how blessed I am to have brothers too, because I mean, that dynamic was wonderful. And I don't think I would care about sports the way that I do. I don't, I think that I needed brothers for like that protection because that's just kind of my personality and stuff. But it's the dynamic between you and your sisters is like, one of the most beautiful things ever. It's the most unconditional, like, ride or die love ever.
0: You, I think you always want, I'm like, we wanted a brother too, but I, I don't even know how a brother would have fit in, in our family. Right? You know what I mean? Like, it's just so much going on all the time. Obviously, it would have been fun, But now what's so fun to watch is my dad, because he obviously was our coach and we we're all into athletics. And I think, thank God for him because I don't know what he would have done if we weren't into that stuff. You know, it just became such a big part of both both of my parents' lives, um, that we were all into sports and he got to coach us, but now it's fun getting him to, getting to see him be friends. He's genuinely best friends with our husbands. And that's been Mm -hmm. so fun. Like they, he gets invited on all these bachelor trips, which is absolutely hilarious. Like, (laughs) <laughs> Which is so nice. I'm like, is are the other dads going? He's like, I don't know. I don't no. Like, no, I think you're you're the only one to hide it. But um Chase had him um Chase lost his dad years back. So he and my dad, who he was very close to, um, so he he and my dad have always just had a special relationship um since honestly since high school and Chase roofed for him. That's kind of like the end to get in with a king girl, you gotta you gotta make it last on the roof for at least a summer too. <laughs> yes it's no joke my dad's a a roofer and is uh, a tough biz but he's yeah he's a tough Uh dude so he um is really close with him and chase asked him to be a groomsman in our wedding and I um so he stood up there with him after he walked me down the aisle which was so special but yeah so it's been fun to get to see him have that like boy relationship and of course now with his nephews he's just Oh absolutely gosh. obsessed. But he's, I'm like, you were meant to be a girl dad. He just, he's, he's so good with girls. And I see the same thing in Chase, even though he's like, it'd be so fun to have a boy. Um, I'm like, of course it'd be fun to have a boy, but you'd be a kick ass girl dad as well.
1: He would. Yes. I know. I think that they all don't think that. My dad even said, like, I did not want any girls. And I'm like, you are literally meant to be a girl dad. What do you mean? Is. He, he is. is. Like, everything he knows he knows if i'm off by like an inch and my sometimes i feel like i can kind of fool my mom with that stuff and it like literally they are both your dad and my dad i chase and matt are both like you are meant to be your dad.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's not like you have that soft spot that is just gonna be wrapped yes. around her finger in a second which probably happens to all guys let's be honest totally that have a daughter but i just feel like sometimes you can see it in them before they even have them and you're like I th- you know I think it's in your in your calling but who the heck yes. knows
1: who knows okay how many more do you have
0: okay i only have i'm just getting good which i already mentioned last week because that's what started this whole topic getting good by Lauren Elena is so <laughs> so good and then a recent one is next thing you know by Jordan Davis that one is oh. just about life like the full circleness of life and mm. my sister showed it to me i think and she, we would like we were looking at each other while she was playing and we were like I was like, I'm crying and we are like both both crying. So I think it just makes oh everyone gosh. feel some type of way. And then we showed it to my mom and she is obsessed with it too. So I think cause there's it like takes you through the life phases. Oh, that makes me think of another one, but I can't think of the name. Oh, chapters mm. by Brett Young. That's another one that gets me. But oh my gosh. yeah.
1: Next thing you Brett know. Brett Young gets me. At anything, Brett Young kind of gets me crying. I, mm-hmm. he is a powerful artist for sure. He is.
0: And I think he writes his own okay. songs. And I think that's sometimes what helps because you can tell they're singing from like experience yes. and it makes the song yes. hit a little bit harder.
1: Yes. Okay. I'm going to, that leads me into this one. Um, and then my other ones are not as deep. So I'll end on like a little bit more of lighter ones, but beautiful. Just you saying the writing one, um, Piece by Piece by Kelly Clarkson, it is, have you ever read it? Or ever I don't think it? so. I heard feel heard like it? I should. Okay. Kelly Clarkson's obviously a big deal. Piece by Piece. Okay. You need to, yeah. And you need to watch the YouTube video of her performing it on American Idol. It's a song that she wrote about her dad not being there in her life and not like caring for her not showing up and then coming back when she's famous to like want a relationship with her and kind of like want things from her and this is like a i remember playing it for my mom whose real mom was not there for her who was not a great mom and my mom really tries to always be strong for me in every aspect of life to um, never show me like she'll, now that I'm older, she'll talk to me about her anxiety or, or things that I go through that she's gone through similar, but she has always put on a face for me. And, and the first time I showed this to her was the first time she really showed me her emotion about feeling like her mom didn't want her. And that broke me because my mom has gone from having her birth mom, not show up for her and not, be a mom for her to being the best mom on the planet and taking everything that's happened to her and changing it and becoming the world's best we have the best moms on the planet and we're I mean I'm sure I want everyone to feel that about their mom but we really feel like that about ours and I can never repay my mom for the ways that she has taken her hurt and her trauma and decided to love people well because of it. And that song will always remind me that I will be that kind of mom because of the mom that my mom chose to be. She didn't have to be that kind of mom. She didn't even have to be a mom and she would die for anyone that she loves, but her kids or her whole life. And and that song breaks me because I... People always ask that question of like, if you could have dinner with anyone in the world, like dead or alive, who would it be? And my answer is, I wish that I could. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I wish that I could have dinner with my mom as a kid and just hug her and tell her like, you are so important and you are going to be literally the most amazing person on the planet. Like you just have to get through this. And you're going to have the best life when you're older and you're going to be the best mom. You're going to like break these generational curses and stuff. And I, that song just reminds me that like maybe not only that situation, but when I'm like hard on myself, that when I'm older or at like some time in my life, my kids are going to want me to be strong and me to push through what's whatever is going on or whatever I'm dealing with. This is getting so deep, but <laughs> I that song is just so powerful to me because she she balls in the performance too and like she can't get through the song and you can just feel her hurt in that and it just like is so powerful. I literally have to like make sure that I'm okay before I listen to it. Um, But okay, just to end this little song off and to get into the more lighter ones, I just wanted to say because we have three people very close to us that have lost a parent and I feel like we've been talking about how wonderful our parents are for the past like <laughs> 10 minutes. But I just want to say today is the anniversary of one of my best friends, um, her mom passing away. Her name is Macy. And um, she lost her mom two years ago today. One of our best friends, Annika, lost her dad. Um, and then Brady's um, husband has also lost his dad. And they are three of the best people that we know. And we know that listening to s- Some of this sometimes and listening to people talk about how wonderful their parents are can be both honoring and both really hard. And, um, today on the anniversary of Macy losing her mom, I just want to say that I'm so proud of like who she is and who she's been through grief and through one of the hardest losses of life that no one can imagine until they go through it. Um, and that it's so important to lean on the people around you because it is one of the one of the hardest things that you could ever fathom in life and that's why i think we hold our relationships so important and so near and dear to our heart and that's why these songs really impact us so much because we are so blessed with every minute that we have and just like you said brady there will never be enough time ever with them
0: there's never enough time known. I think that was so well said. I think the strength we see in all three of those people is just something we talk about just being so remarkable and unfathomable. Um, and we just love them so much. So um, yes. I, I'm super glad that you said that. I also going back to you talking about your mom, I think it's interesting how some people... You know, everybody has a different upbringing, and sometimes you see yeah. things. Um, maybe you had a great upbringing, and maybe you had a horrible upbringing, but you see things, and you either, there's either like a cycle that gets repeated, or you make a choice yeah. to completely flip the script. And you're like, right. I want to do things completely opposite of what I saw. And I think when people right. have to do that, it always is just so mind blowing to me and just so cool, which cool isn't the right word, but just. Because that's so hard because totally. they didn't see these things on a daily basis. They weren't maybe hugged on a daily basis and told that they that people were proud of them and all of that, but they still figured it out. Um, and I think we all know people like that in our lives um, that went through that and yeah. have just changed the game and changed their lives because of it and changed um, everybody else's lives as well. So I feel like that I didn't totally. want to not bring that up. Um, Yes. My last song is My Wish by Rascal Flatts, which I feel like is just the high school, the your high school video epitome song, but it is such a good song. And, and just always, it doesn't necessarily always make me cry, but it is a song that I just love.
1: Yes, that is, oh, it is high school in, it is our <laughs> high school in one song. It is literally, I think that that was... You know, those little videos that we used to get on our end of year, um, rage softball little yes. photo thing. I'm pretty sure that that was our like senior or my senior year one. That was like our like goodbye of our team kind of thing. And I remember like, I can never listen to this song oh again. Oh, yes. Actually coach as well by Kenny Chesney is another one. Add that to the list.
0: Makes me think of my dad. Oh my um gosh like my mother does that is everyone. so sweet god we could probably list a hundred songs that's like let's make we a really playlist can. we can share it on spotify
1: yes. and then we can tell yes people. literally there's so many songs that i'm thinking of now that we're talking about this
0: <laughs> that's the same thing that's <laughs> happening to me i'm like i don't, I we didn't even scratch the surface but i feel like that was fun i hope we maybe next time we'll just do like three because i feel like we could talk for three hours about this which i love <laughs> yeah
1: every time we're like let's try to keep it around 35 minutes it's an hour and two minutes it's been an hour and two minutes like we we still have our like end of the the podcast segment i feel like we should just skip that this week because yes i'm like we are at the end
0: i completely agree we are as always, DM us if you have any questions that you want us to address at the end yes. of the podcast. We typically will always answer one at the end, and we'll keep you anonymous, so don't feel like you're going to get blasted, yes. even though we talk about a lot of things on here. We will, um, <laughs> we will keep you anonymous unless we do. you don't want to, unless you don't want to be. Um, yes. But I feel like this was so good. I am going to go. Oh my gosh listen to these songs and cry no i actually need to watch sex Me life too. so i'm gonna go a totally different direction you do my day
1: <laughs> you do. you'll do. you be crying for other reasons <laughs> I'm so
0: looking forward to it chase and i are trying out a new place for dinner tonight and um he's probably if i well actually it's Okay. Just kidding. It's almost four o'clock. I was going to say, if I finish the series, I, he's just going to come home to me sobbing, <laughs> sobbing. And be like, let's, all right, let's go to dinner. I you can't my go I look like this. Yeah. <laughs> but I know I won't be able to stop. So maybe I should start it tonight. Oh, tough decisions that we have over here, but I love you so much. This was fabulous. Episode six in the books. We hope y'all are having a great week and continue to send us our feedback. We really appreciate it. We really do. Okay. We love you. Bye.
1: We love you guys. Bye.